We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yale Draven, Ninja Scouts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Lachoplay, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcab, and Charles Curry. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to the Patreon. We Like Dota episode 331 starts now. Welcome listeners. Hello, We Like Dota fans. Hello, internet. I'm your host today, Jim, and I have exciting news for everyone. Well, I'm joined by Elihu. I don't know that exciting is the way to put it, but <laughs> as I used to tell Brian, <laughs> I, I consider myself like when I was in junior high football, I was never skilled in that. It just it lasted one year, my football career, and um, I was like the fourth string. And so that's what I've always considered myself when it comes to We Like Dota podcasts. Like, when others are unavailable, you know what? Let's see if Elihu is available. So here I am, but I'm happy to be here, happy to hang out with you and our other participant this evening, the youngest dad among the three of us as we do the dad cast tonight, Sam, the plaid pirate, Roberts. <laughs> Roberts? Add it in there, why not? <laughs> Sorry, I just, I always want to say the Dread Pirate Roberts, and so I thought, yeah. here you go, Sam the Plaid Pirate Roberts. That's that's just what I decided to go with. Well, welcome to the dad cast. The dad <laughs> We're cast. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I'm happy to be here as well. Uh, I guess I am the youngest. That's, yeah, it's me. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sam, how you doing? I am doing well. Happy, uh... It was nice here in Pittsburgh today, and um, happy to be here with you folks talking about dotes. Let's, let's mm-hmm. talk about. Let's talk it. Well, before All right. we, before we get into oh. that, I I remember that Sam said something about well, Jim, you had not contracted some sort of food poisoning from the food that your children had yes. made for you. So I wanted to hear what in the world's going on with that. Uh, good call. Yeah, we do have to. to... Lean into the Dadcast brand. <laughs> um, my children declared that they were cooking dinner and dessert today, mm. um, and so they made soup and chicken. They had purchased some chicken wings at the supermarket. I guess my wife had done that. They were not. They did not go to the supermarket by themselves. And they fried up some chicken wings just in a pan, and they took chicken stock and. A uh, maripois and some salt and pepper and noodles, and they made a soup out of that, and it was good. It was fine. Um, it was you, probably better than I thought it was going to be. Maripois. Yeah, a, a maripois. Are you familiar with I the have maripois? No idea what maripois is. Oh, uh, I might be mispronouncing it, but it's a uh, diced celery, carrots, and onions. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, sauteed up as like a base for stuff. There's gotcha. a there's an Italian word for it too that my mother-in-law uses. Who's Italian? Okay. But it was good, and I'm not sick at all. So, Glad so the chicken that. was was cooked through. It's good. Yeah, I 
I successfully imparted my own mother's anxiety about undercooked chicken to my children as she did to me. So there was lots of uh, pulling out the the thermometer and making sure. Yeah, the hey, thermometer is a great tool. Yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, I didn't grow up with a meat thermometer, but uh, once I moved in with my uh, girlfriend, fiance, wife, she, she was a big proponent. Like, why don't you have this? This isn't hard. <laughs> Just... Yeah. Yeah. At, at some point, you might want to, and we don't need to get into this deep, but you might want to like limit the number of titles that you give to her, but uh, that's beside the point. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I wanted everybody to make sure that I followed the correct order of ah. <laughs> of, of our relationship. I thought it was three people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sam so, that's, that's right. Yeah. Luckily, none of them listen to this podcast. <laughs> Elihu, you're the, uh, you're the new dad here this week. How has Dota made you feel? Oh, we're transitioning to Dota feelings now. Excellent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at it go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're off of the Mrs. Pirate feelings, and we're okay. into the Dota feelings. <laughs> Uh, Dota has, uh, been kind of twofold for me. Um, when it comes to ranked, Dota has been incredibly frustrating. And we were talking about this some in one of the channels in our Discord. Uh, if you are listening and you're not in our Discord, that really brings (laughs) me a lot of questions about the nature of your sanity. But our Discord is really a place to be as we have a a great community. And we were talking some about that. And... Uh, I like was at ninety four percent or ninety six percent to get to Archon ch- two twice, and then I went on this catastrophic losing spree. Uh, lately, it's just been, just been six oh. in a row is my latest string of losses, and so many of them have been like we had a wraith we had a wraith king who had the Aegis and his ultimate. He was the most farmed on the map. I was a lowly witch doctor. He had a blink. We are taking the tier two at top. We're dire and pushing Radiant. We're easily going to push into their base. We have been destroying them in fights. We took the... We were trying to take the tier two. He jumps past, goes past their barracks, and then flames us for not diving with him. (laughs) And... uh, It sounds like a Sam move. Yeah, team? and then <laughs> team, team. We're like, we're, he's like, all you had to do is run up there and cast. I'm like, you realize the distance? You have a blink. I have like boots and an aether uh, lens. Okay, that's all that I've got here. So yeah, uh, so Dota from a uh, rank perspective has felt incredibly frustrating. I'm just, I'm trying, and most of the time I support. So I'm a uh, position four or position five. Usually I pull hard support. And, like, I'm trying to support and set my cores up for success, and then you get stuff like that, and you kind of wonder, what in the world am I even doing with my life? Um, From a, uh, when I don't play ranked, I usually play turbo, and there, I I just, like, okay, anything goes. I don't care. If you (laughs) want to build a Nyx with a Battle Fury, do it. That's, you know, 
by all means, get at it. You know what? Tree it's and actually protector. such such a good idea. You just have to wait till level twenty five. You get plus eighty uh, agility. This is the <laughs> new build. <laughs> new meta. So yeah, or um, or maybe just go straight Deso because it works in conjunction. <laughs> you know, you can hit him the first time and then all right. Anyway, yeah, uh, totally. Mask of Madness Deso. There you go. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't really care. You do whatever you want in Turbo. I still come into contact with some tryhards in Turbo, which just doesn't... I, I don't get that. But I've been playing uh. a lot of Void Spirit. Uh, I'm learning Void Spirit. At some point, I hope to go into a core role with Void Spirit. But even from a support role, I just think that Hero is super fun. Just a lot of fun stuff you can do. Just creating chaos and... and uh, stunning or taunting your opponent's stuff and silencing when you get the the ags upgrade there's a lot of fun stuff and i really enjoy void spirit so that's been that has always made me feel good even when we lose because usually i'm able to just run around and do stuff um so that's been a lot those, of fun. those are the so, best yeah when that's that's you how have those has heroes you like lately. playing or just experiences where even if you lose you still had fun mm-hmm <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I seem to remember the podfather, Brian, talking about Marana being not only his uh, dream girl, to be blunt, but also how it didn't matter how well the game went. He just had so Great. much fun playing Marana. And that's so far for me has been Void Spirit, where so much of my Dota career has been Witch Doctor, Lich, Crystal Maiden. Let me just sit behind and babysit my carry <laughs> uh, while they lose me the game I hear you. so that's that kind of it <laughs> yeah void spirit's a different flavor uh than the heroes you normally go for so that's exciting i think that's fun i wish you uh, nothing but uh, success with that speak, speaking of void spirit <laughs> speaking of void spirit being annoying yeah, I, sam I how like was your week in dota <laughs> well, I played. Um, Arian played Team Thursday with us, and he he played Void Spirit. So yeah, <laughs> it was annoying because Arian's good at Dota, <laughs> and uh, so even when he builds like nonsense items like um, Meteor Hammer, it somehow is still good because he can like use the I forget the name of some but, all his abilities, but he just like dances. Hammer, yeah. yeah, yeah. What is the his the uh, astral Aether spirit Remnant. or whatever uh, yeah so somehow he just you know diddles around in that and he's <laughs> just standing there channeling and somehow it all works out <laughs> but in that game i was playing um a co-op for theme thursday i was playing as a position four i think i've hardly played any games ever on co-op so it was fun because she is not uh the type of hero that i do well with she's, you know, pretty <laughs> she's not a melee strength hero right um <laughs> yeah she she doesn't really like to go forward <laughs> um so so but i i so i uh, needless to say i i fed a lot um i think i didn't understand that at level <laughs> one her blink is like a really long cooldown <laughs> so, Yes. I just yes. I just I just like didn't learn my lesson. I just like kept blinking with like reckless abandon 
<laughs> you thought it was um, like mage level four where you could just jump around back and forth constantly. I don't know what I thought. I was just like, well, I, I want to get close so that I can do my little scream thing. Not even the ultimate, the her scream e. of pain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, multiple times I completely whiffed the ultimate. I there was this one time I uh I blinked <laughs> against OD. I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna scream at him. So OD just casually, you know, he just astrals himself and I'm like, okay, I have enough I even thought this. I was like, okay, I have enough time to stop this command. And I'm like smashing at my keyboard. <laughs> I can't hit my S button. So I just like very sadly <laughs> scream into the void, just into nothing. <laughs> and um that was, you know, that was kind of it. But uh, despite that, I had a lot of fun. Um, we basically, so we were going against Charlene, who was playing, uh, as you mentioned before, uh, she was playing Marana. And uh, boy, oh boy, yeah. her early game was great. She just kept killing us just just in lane. <laughs> it, she had a nonsense support Ricky 5, yeah. and somehow she just was killing us in lane. She would just like hit arrows and I'm like, I have a blink ability and somehow I'm just like blinking into arrows. It was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But um, at a certain point, I was just like having fun messing around. Um, I think once I got my shard, which adds like a silence to your blink, um, it was really, I had a lot of fun with it. And um, so it was good. But the thing that I really want to talk about with Dota is that um, I hung out with an in-real-life friend today who I didn't know played League of Legends. Like, I knew he was a big nerd and played video games, but I didn't know uh, he played League. And um, so I got him to commit to uh, trying Dota, and he's excited about it. So, um, yeah, so he's going to join the Discord. So any new listeners – not new listeners, sorry. Any – listeners who want to help a new person uh i'm not sure what his like discord name is or anything um but it'll be good uh so we'll try to play some games and you know bring him along he has some experience you know with with this stuff um so it might be a bit yeah. easier for him than for some like completely other that's like, awesome new people that's uh it's so, very yeah, it cool should be, should to... be good. Should be good. we're getting a league Mm-hmm. I'm, did he has he meant is he dissatisfied with league and he wants to try Dota or is he like Sam's nice maybe I'll play with him yeah he was more just like yeah I just like want to play with like friends um I just like want stuff to do that's fun because it's like pandemic and you know it's a hard he's had like a I mean pandemic has been hard for everyone he's oh, also Lord. had just like a really brutal year with some family loss and stuff um yeah yeah so uh i'm glad he so he was like out of town for a long time uh you know trying to help with his family and stuff um but now he's back so uh yeah so want to just try to do some fun stuff so yeah i'm excited i i never really thought i would be a dotal 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 evangelist um i think normally i'm like yeah don't ever play dota like it's a terrible game but um i feel like if you're already playing league (laughs) like you're already in like the toxic terrible like 
environment it's just like different uh aesthetics so like come over here and play with us while we <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll we'll yeah, at least be I'd... nice while you know while losing so <laughs> yeah this community at least will be nice we'll put it that way right yeah i mean your wraith king will, will still yell at you while he's dying in the fountain but you know it's fine <laughs> uh i lost a bunch yeah. of games but i had a lot Jim, of fun. how about you how'd you do this week yeah uh i i, I did win some but again yeah my, my story also goes back to theme thursday <laughs> I you didn't play in the second game, did you, Sam? Uh that was that was a a, a I did not. No. We uh it ended up with Arian and Charlene on the same team again. Uh with Greg, I think Prater, uh Colonel Squid, who's like triple digit immortal was on our team. And we were heroes that kick and mm. I, I don't remember what our opponents were. <laughs> Uh, I remember what heroes they were, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, so, they have an attack animation. So kick that is a like kick. their attack animation, or yeah, um... which means they're all melee heroes. Cool. Okay. And we were. I I of course oh, that's had right. to yeah, pick okay. a hero that could sure. grief. So, yeah, I picked Earth. I was going to be Earth Spirit position one. Naturally, yeah. But, and I told Squid, I'm rushing in Ags, and oh, I'm going to kick you into the enemy team. Right. Oh, yeah. It allows Can you, you to explain what the turn Ags an does ally, I forget all these maybe things. or an enemy, or yourself, into one of the stone remnants, and then you can pull and kick it. So, we, I, I played a while ago with, okay. uh, mm-hmm. with Uranium yep. Heart. Okay. And I rushed an Ags on Earth Spirit, and he was Magnus. And our plan was for me to turn him into a remnant, kick him into the enemy team, and then he would RP. Yeah, kick is slow. Uh, much slower than like the Blink Dagger that he had. And so we never successfully pulled off the combo. Um, but I, yeah, I was going to try to cliff Squid. He played position 5 Axe. And I'll tell you... We, when you play with someone who really, really knows what they're doing, it's it's a different game. Like, he's like, roll here. We're going to kill him. I'm like, okay, W. And then we did. Or uh, at one point, I was just pushing the lane <laughs> uh, just to grab some last hits. And he's like, roll out. You have to roll out right now. Right now. I'm like, W. And like a half second later, the whole team showed up. And they weren't on the map. And I'm like, what is even going on? But we we had a lot of fun for like two levels because we were five melee strength heroes and the opposing team was uh, I was up against a Veno Viper off lane. Yeah, our oh our off laners again two melee strength heroes that were up against dirty. undying life stealer. Yeah. And so both of those oh, lanes could do a lot of harass and keep you at low wow. HP. So... Undying shouldn't have yeah. been allowed to be in that game against yeah. five. I mean, we could have picked like, like against PL five melee heroes. Squid, was, was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so the they we were, everybody was at low health all the time, yeah, and Arian yeah. was playing Bloodseeker mid. Yeah, so what they, they all five players on their oh, team bought geez. four staffs. 
And then on cooldown, Arian would rupture me, and they would force that me until I died. <laughs> it was like... That's, yeah, that's every per- 70 seconds. Awesome. That's perfect. I that's got ruptured. exactly what Team Thirst is. Wherever I was, and then just like... Dead. Okay. Yeah. Which makes sense, because on Team Thursday, I... If I ever played Doom, I just doomed Greg off cooldown. <laughs> oh, goodness. So I think it, it was a bit of karma. Um, but it was fun. I mean, we were all laughing. Like, <laughs> we realized as we kind of walked to yeah. our lanes that it just wasn't going to work. Like, nothing we were going to do was going to work. <laughs> and so we just kind of goofed off. And, and this was going to go fun. horribly. And we laughed yeah. and all chatted. Yeah. I didn't hear Arian's all chat, of course, because I have him muted still. But uh, I also played... Just to circle back to episode 330 of We Like Dota. I played a pub as Enigma afterwards with some of the guys who were playing. And if you remember, Sam, I said Enigma's a great hero to play mm-hmm. because you just have to hit one black hole and people think you're great. Yeah. It was that kind of game. We were, I remember. Like the, the opposing team had a position one IO and they're position five tide hunter and so their safe lane was io tide oh and they just kept shoving the lane as quickly as possible like it made no sense ray and i were just like what is going on here uh and then i built like a necro book and we pushed and things were going okay i guess they also had a silencer and a bunch of other stuff to stop black hole and then as we were yeah i mean it was a nightmare and then as we were pushing high ground uh you know, we start the fight. I think we're going to win at this point anyway. I'm not saying the black hole, like, actually affected the outcome. But as we're pushing high ground, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear the silence. And it must have been 25 seconds of this team fight. And the guy's just holding it, waiting for the black hole. He hits it. I'm just like, I just hear, like, silence. I'm like, yeah. BKB black hole. It was like a four-man black hole right under their tier fours. <laughs> and the whole team just went nuts. And I'm like, I did one thing right this game. Like, I fed so many Necro units and (laughs) died to that darn IO. But, you know, you hit one black hole and you're great. What position (laughs) were you playing this black hole as? Three. Or playing this Enigma as? So I went went off lane uh, and I rushed Necro three. I mean, I went Necro one, shoe, Necro three. Okay. It was good. I mean, the the pushing was crazy, but then they had Io Tide and Alk. And I'm like, this is not what I want to push into. This isn't going to work. And there's Acid Spray and, and Anchor Smash. I was like, yeah. I just want to make little creatures and hit towers. Yeah. But I hit one black hole, so I won the game. And I always win yeah. my Enigma game, so I can't figure out why, because I don't think yeah. I do anything. Maybe it's just the nice. I guess, yeah, maybe. It's, it's like that space. Yeah, it's like the time I played Bloodseeker or not Bloodseeker. Space and Crusher. Yeah, there's one game, and I when he was like super OP, and mm. I went like four and ten, and I would just like shove lanes and then die. I would shove lanes, kill <laughs> one dude with a roar, and then die. But it was always right under their tower. And then, like, there would be a team fight, and we'd take that tower. And we won the game. I'm like, all right. 
Guess that's how this hero works. Yeah. yeah my last Beastmaster game that did seems not good. go well at all. Uh, what so, happened? But yeah, excellent. Excellent. I'm glad you hit that black hole. Oh, my last Beastmaster game, I it had been a while since I played Beastmaster, and I was up against a Disruptor Weaver, and I think my offlane support was a Nyx, who basically I just... The Disruptor kept kept putting his... Um, oh, his Q on my boar, and Nyx wouldn't buy any detection because he was that type of support, and uh, they would just kind of glimpse me back, and Weaver would get on me, and I was I was dying a lot, and uh. Nyx would throw out a stun and walk away. <laughs> yeah. That was just kind of yeah. my game. Yeah. But such is life. Sometimes it do be like that. Sounds good. Um, so the Dota news. Let's move on to the news, eh? <laughs> <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. We have more news on the cartoon coming out, and we also have some DPC news. Uh, Elihu, you were mm-hmm. you at least put some of the DPC stuff in our notes document here. So <laughs> why don't you uh, start a, a little discussion? Oh, in in short, uh, because of the Chinese New Year the Chinese region was delayed more than the other regions. So actually, I think tonight, as we record this, we record this on the 13th of March. I think it'll be our nighttime when China resolves their regional. We'll know who was attending the Singapore major from the Chinese region, as well as the relegation to the division two and all that sort of stuff. So that's going to be happening tonight. Um, but by the time this comes out, it'll probably already be decided. Yeah, it looks like there's actually a tiebreaker for the first and second place. That's cool. It like determines who actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and for me, who actually gets to go? Um, for me, what's going to be interesting is when we finally do get to the Singapore Major and we see because... Uh, just because of time zones and such, Europe and the Americas are what I've been watching the most. Europe, CAS, and the Americas. It's going to be really interesting to me to see how the Chinese and European scenes clash because everybody, myself included, is assuming that Europe is just kind of a step above or a half tier above the rest of the world, in some cases more than that. But China is that one region that could very much put a different spin on it so i'm, I'm very interested to see how it pays yeah out. it's really cool it reminds me kind of of ti3 where it was another situation where the regions didn't play each other all that much and everyone kind of assumed the chinese would be like monsters like ti2 and it turns out this the five stack of swedes known as alliance mm-hmm. um actually had solved the game and had to get had to get patched out right after TF three, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I, I think there could be some real meta differences, and we could see some cool stuff. I'm rooting for Elephant for the wild card tiebreaker because they have Fy, and he's my favorite player. Ah, yes, yeah. 
So that's the only thing with the DPC. There are some other smaller leagues happening, like the Epic League qualifiers are happening and stuff like that. I think we're having another Dream League qualifiers are coming up in a week, I believe. So there are a variety of other tournaments. BTS is having in another America's Cup, that sort of stuff. So if you want to watch Dota, it's out there. But I have to say, I was really spoiled during those six weeks where it was all high-quality, high-production great dota just so much of the time i could almost always pull up a live stream that was happening right then yeah that was the best there was always something worth watching it was amazing mm-hmm. uh like when i remember when it first I came will... out i was i thought well you know some of the games going to be interesting some won't be i mean it's cool there's always games going on but then when it actually happened it really was very enjoyable <laughs> it was, surprised me Sam, do you have any? I don't know if you guys talked about this. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys talked about this, but did you see the loading screen that they used in South America, like the draft screen? I don't think we talked about it, but yes, I saw it. It was this weird jungle Incan themed thing. I thought it was really busy and really hard on my eyes. Yeah, it was hard to see what, like I, if I had it, if I was working and it was like, in a corner on my work laptop. I couldn't tell you what mm-hmm. heroes were being picked, but it looked cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was a, it was a unique little, uh, unique little take on it. I do. However, it did. It harkens me back to what I thought was a cleaner representation of this. When I think we play did the, it, it, they had theme with gods and Greek gods and stuff. And they had like this pantheon. I thought that draft looked, just really, really sharp how that was all played out. So it kind of harkened back there just to me. It was kind of difficult to see. But all things considered, like I said, it was just so much fun seeing so much Dota all the time. Yeah, I mean, Sam, you're a huge supporter of the CIS scene. Uh, Am I? <laughs> I don't know. Is he now? I don't know. You always used to like, say that you were watching like obscure CIS Dota because oh, it yeah. happened like during your work schedule. I would, that was when I'd be like at the office killing time before like meetings and just be like, well, I'm on Twitch on my phone. <laughs> but, <laughs> but instead, now I'm uh, actually like playing Dota to kill time <laughs> during the day. <laughs> I'm sure my employer is thrilled <laughs> to hear that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're listening. <laughs> Yeah, I, I seriously doubt it. <laughs> I, I will say, in case you're not aware, because I use it for, I uh, listen to a lot of audiobooks, but sometimes it's just not in the mood. And have, during, especially during that six weeks, using the Twitch audio only feature, I would just put on my headphones and I would go for a run or something. It was beautiful. Or even just playing it in my truck was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Um... Yeah, I, I would use the audio only during TI and my and my commute because you, you got to hear what's happening and it was so much fun listening mm-hmm. to it uh in the car any uh closing thoughts before we move on to the next uh news item uh i i don't have any do you sam do you have any thoughts on this i'm just reading for elephant no elephant sounds great i'm all in for elephant <laughs> but previously known as elephant dot 4 a.m okay okay <laughs> okay 
I, I'm more of their sub team element dot four thirty. That's their 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 lower <laughs> tier, the second tier one. They're their lower tier, their prodded their VP prodigy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elephants at four thirty. <laughs> Alright, they're our boys. Alright, very good. I'm glad we've established that. Um well my boy, uh Slacks. We've we've got an update from him. Who who wants Jim? Do you want to tell us about what's going on here? Sure. Uh, I didn't really watch much of it, but uh, I don't. Did it? It aired on YouTube, not actual Netflix, right? I think, it, I think it's like Netflix's here, YouTube is, channel. Yes, they took it is, it is on Netflix's YouTube channel. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was uh, Slacks and. Odie Pixel and Sheever talking about the lore of Dota and what the setting of this cartoon is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really follow the lore that much, so I only watched the first like minute of the video. <laughs> because my, my theory, as I explicated in our Discord, is the lore of Dota is based on whatever resources were available in the customization files of Warcraft three. Like there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just like what they happen to have. Um, and so it's all kind of just thrown together anyway, but you Sam no, shaking his head still, I I'm trying to rope you into, no, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm really not an expert in the lore. Um, something that somebody pointed out in our discord as well is that it should be in in true Valve fashion, the lore has not been updated since they originally wrote it. There's <laughs> like like everything else Valve does, they just put it out there with and then without any thought to like sustainability or maintenance, they're just like, yeah. okay, well this this is it. You get what you pay for. It's a free game. I God damn say, it. <laughs> it. We will tell you the backstory of the squirrel with the crossbow, but we're not telling you if it changes anything else. No. So I, I think that when it comes to this cartoon, I think there is going to be some interest. I think you're going to get two kind of two sides. One, it's going to be some of those who are disenchanted Dota fans where they kind of go, oh, hey, I'm just going to go back and check this mm-hmm. out a little bit more. Um, huh. Or revisit or log back in. Others, but I don't think it's going to be like a massive influx. I, I don't see that happening. I, I will say, however, it's been kind of cool how some of the things, and I've been, I'm involved in a couple of uh, Star Action Slacks' Discord channels huh. um, because I've done some discord bots for him and stuff like that um but one of the things that was really amazing is there was nearly thirty thousand dollars raised for a new player tutorial to be completely developed by our community members thirty thousand dollars yeah nearly it was it was over 25 last i saw it and it was nearly 30 yeah i mean so that's it's really really impressive how people are going Okay, Valve, if you are not going to do what really should be done, we're going to take it on ourselves. Yeah, that's great. That That's really cool. We, I think, Jim, you actually mentioned that last time we spoke. But uh, to put a dollar figure to that is uh, really quite incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I knew they were, like, working on the project. I didn't realize it was $30,000 raised. 
or close to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that was last last I saw. Yeah, I guess it's like a negative thing in one sense that like Valve is realizing they don't have to do anything because people will just do it for them. But on the other hand, but who cares? <laughs> like whatever. Isn't that kind of the bad way? Yeah. <laughs> if we're honest. I mean, in terms of, hey, let's do cosmetics. No, we're not going to pay anybody for them. We're just going to have people contribute them, and we'll throw them a few bucks. Um, but that will be it. I mean, that's just kind of the Valve way of doing things. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. As unfortunate as that is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a good... I want to... I don't know. Maybe I'm just being, like, double contrarian. But... I want to say it's good because everything's like decentralized and they're not, they don't take a heavy hand with things. And if, and if they were doing it, all everybody would be complaining about was how they were doing it anyway. I don't know. I'm probably not right here. (laughs) One thing that this will definitely show you is that there is a very committed, passionate community. Yeah. Um, I just put it up, and they are currently at $28,113. It's interesting, because, like, the player base has been declining, as we've we've talked about that before. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I think it is pretty clear that the folks who have stuck around till now, I feel like are kind of here to stay, and are, like, you know, involved and wanting to make Dota better. So I, yeah. I think that's kind of cool. And I think to answer your original question, Jim, like, will this bring new players to Dota? I think the only way it would really have a sus- substantial effect would be if it's like a really popular show. Like if it's a hit, you know, mm-hmm. like if it's a, if it's like on the level of like, you know, the original avatar, then yeah, yeah. I think, people will check it out but i think that's just really hard to do yeah so that's why i'm tempering expectations where i think that there will be some people who will go oh yeah hey look this video game i used to play they made an anime Mm -hmm. out of it so i'll check it out and oh hey i remember this let me go start playing again and then a few people i think will have a subset but i don't think we're going to have a massive player base increase because of something on Mm -hmm. netflix yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you with that. Um, yeah, to, maybe I want to think it's good because Dota itself was just the community doing stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when when yeah. Dota One was just a mod to Warcraft Three, like Blizzard didn't have anything to do with it. It was just the community making this cool game, mm-hmm. and now Valve maybe recognized like in hiring ice frog and purchasing the ip it was more like they were buying the community and the player base that they knew would or predicted or maybe not even that would do all the work themselves because they did and that's what dota's about Mm -hmm. i I mean there's uh and I don't know if you recall, I, I took a tour through Valve headquarters, oh, yeah. and the Dota section, I mean, I just got to walk past it, I didn't get to like go in and investigate or anything, 
but it was quite a significant number of employees there working on that. And all things considered, I still kind of sit back at times and go, why does it seem like the community cares so much more about this than Valve does? <laughs> um, yeah. You know, but it's like, we give you $100 million every single year. You'd think you would care a little bit more about what we were asking for, but... Yeah. It's it's funny because I th- I think there's like sort of a um, misalignment between like what Valve is really good at and what the community wants, right? So like mm-hmm. I think it's pretty clear that honestly like the actual game of Dota is incredible, right? Yeah, and it's <laughs> right. and it's been incredible, right? Like it's it, it's really kind of unprecedented that a game has been around for this long in you know like keeping the it's just been patched right there's no like yeah there there have the closest thing to an overhaul has been reborn dota reborn for sure but basically it's still it's basically the same game and heist frog essentially has never missed on a patch like how incredible is that absolutely like yeah. So, uh, you know, all those folks are working really hard, and they're really good at it at making the actual game. They're they, they, you couldn't ask for a better game. But the other parts of of <laughs> the you know, there's more. Uh, it, it's funny that there's more to the game than just the the ones and zeros. It's more than just the coding. It's it's like managing the community it's managing the the pro scene it's it's the cosmetics it's you know making sure that the folks who play this for a living um can do that sustainably they're really bad at all of that like really incredibly bad (laughs) at all of that um not interested at all in creating a narrative about the game they don't care about the lore you know so i it's just funny that they've never um really made an effort to get better at the stuff that they're bad at right (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true Uh, i guess from a management's perspective there are two two theories one is you just double down on the things that you're really good at and you ignore the things you're bad at or that you try to become better at the things you're not good at and they have very clearly chosen the first. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. since, since I have received one email response from Gaben, I was thinking about, you know, just offering, hey, I will stay where I am, but I will be employed as your DPC manager <laughs> or something so that somebody gives a crap about this. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. He, oh, go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. Nah, I was just going to say, you're, you're in this weird situation where – they don't do any of that, and we keep giving them more and more money. And the game is brilliant, as you said. And I'm frustrated because I want to give them more money <laughs> to buy a to buy a Viking <laughs> GG flag to put in the game. <laughs> and they haven't released that, yep. and it's like yep. that's that has nothing to do with the game. <laughs> well, you guys are all suckers. I pulled nope. the plug on uh, on dota plus and all that and um until they come out with a undying arcana they will not get a cent from me you're not even gonna buy are you gonna buy a viking gg flag for our boy celery oh maybe yeah if it goes to celery i, I will i think you retweeted arian once yeah good guy <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I might uh, I might get a couple of team sets, things like that. Uh, yeah. I look forward to when anything like that comes out. I have to imagine that that's going to be right before the major and during the major, but that's to be determined. It could be. Who knows? It'll probably come out after the major. <laughs> With one day left in the major. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that could happen after the Chinese uh, qual- like league is, is yeah. settled because mm-hmm. I think a lot of the content is there. Celery, our, our beloved vegetable boy, said that or, or someone had had remarked on Twitter that imagine being a team and you paid an artist to make your in-game stuff and then you got relegated before it even came out. And he replied, yep. yeah, imagine that. <laughs> uh, yep. And so, like, it must exist. Like, they must have it done. Yeah. So, and I'll happily buy his, his you know, Tier 2. Uh, they're going to destroy Tier 2 next year, but I will happily buy his, uh, oh, yeah. his stuff. Elihu, can you um? Yep, in a, in a way. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna change the. Oh, I was gonna say in a way. It... <laughs> in a way, it's very much like when you would pick a treasure just to support your favorite personality, uh, your favorite talent, because you knew that they got out of that three bucks you spent, they got a dollar of it. Yeah, be kind of like that. I was gonna change the topic a little bit. I was wondering, Elihu, could you maybe give us a little bit of an update of like where is the Slacks community at with the new player experience? Like, what's their vision? Hmm. Uh, as I and I will just kind of roll over into that Discord right now to give you what information I can find. Um, I can tell you that they have gone over the script. I have. I don't spend a lot of time there because I'm mostly just like I'm making this thing for you to help, and that's been it. Um, and the type of coding they're doing is way beyond what I can do. Uh. Um, but they have gone over the script in full. They have different contributors who, like, if you contributed so much money, you get to do part of the voice part if you want. But as, <laughs> I, as I've looked around, it looks like they've at least getting some people with some voice acting experience to do different spots. Um, they've got some, they've got one media preview out there now. Uh, maybe a second one. Oh, update week three. Okay. So they've got a couple of media previews out there just to walk people through. So they're making decent progress on it. I mean, it's coming along. So they're trying to make like a new tutorial. Is that the goal? imagine basically think about it as being in the arcade but as a tutorial here is and he has openly said we are not going to try to fix the map every time it changes this is entirely going to be for people who are coming in who watch dota dragon's blood and they want some sort of new player experience we want to be able to provide that to them so this is not even long-term solution he's very much buying into the valve way it's like we're going to put this out there and yeah, not change yeah. it or update it <laughs> that's cool. um so yeah we'll see what happens with it after that but that's that's where it's okay. at now at least. cool all right that sounds good um should we move on here to hero of the week or do you folks have anything else to add for the news hero of the week sounds good to me hero of the week hero of the week Hero of the week. Hero of the week. Um. You're tougher than Axe thought. Come along. 
This week, this week. Oh, I'm sorry, Jim. Go ahead. <laughs> this week's hero of the week is Rasta, the Shadow Shaman. Uh, we considered doing him last week, uh, but we mixed it up. But Sam, I understand you are uh, a Shadow Shaman expert. I'm just going to claim you're an expert at every segment for the rest of the episode. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you definitely wanted to go through this guy. Do you want to do the lore, or do you want to go through his abilities or comment? Or I could do the lore. I would do love... I, I am the lore master. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually prepped for this, so... Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, young Rasta, a poor, starving youngling. He was picked up by a traveling con man. So, uh, for two pins of copper, the old con man would tell your fortune... For three, he'd castrate your pig. I don't know why you would want that. Uh, for five, he'd circumcise your sons. <laughs> for a good meal, he'd don his shaman garb, read his ancient books, and lay a curse upon your enemies. So, um, hmm. he he picks up this youngling, who is Rasta. And he's part troll, sorry, part hill troll, part something else, whatever, whatever. And he works as an assistant. And... Um, one thing leads to another. This con man realizes that Shadow Shaman's the real deal. This young little weirdo can really do the stuff that this con man is pretending to do. So, nice. um, you know, so the con man is always like trying to stay like half a town ahead of the people who are angry at him for <laughs> essentially <laughs> stealing their money. So, um, sadly, uh, Eventually, the pair, uh, they get ambushed by a mob of swindled ex-clients. and um, Fair. I mean, I think vigilante justice is a little tough, Jim. I'm not sure we're... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were a Batman proponent. Um, so <laughs> they kill the con man, which is tough. But um, Rasta uses his powers for the first time for darkness, and he massacres uh, the attackers. And um, so he buried his beloved master, and uh, now he just goes around using his powers to turn people into chickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. That's better than some others. I think so. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. There's far there's mm-hmm. there's far less pig castration in the other lore stories. We are pro pig castration in this podcast. Yeah, we finally it, get it. It makes it real. It makes it just adds reality, <laughs> authenticity to it. Yeah, it's such a such a detailed tapestry you wove for us, Sam. <laughs> I I I grew up on a farm and uh, was involved in a lot of docking and castrating of lambs. Not pigs, but lambs. So it just adds, it makes it real. Well, <laughs> yeah, actually, he has a, a cosmetic item called the lamb to the slaughter. Uh, uh, not to the castration, but to the slaughter. Uh, and it turns people into a sheep I, instead of a chicken. That's right. I didn't even think about it's that. It's not called the pig's castration? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's yep. when people come to We Like Dota 4s for the pig castration talk. That we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's <Okay>. a pig. <laughs> All right. Who, are you folks going to walk us through the abilities here? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go through them quick. Right, good. Shadow Shaman is a ranged intelligence hero. Uh, he has a short ranged attack, but it does a tremendous amount of damage. I think it's the highest base damage for ranged attacks in the game, um, which just makes him weird and odd. But he's a great harasser for that reason. His Q is Ether Shock, creates a cone of ethereal energy that strikes multiple enemy units. Target scale from 1 up to 7. Damage scales from 140 up to 320. Uh, cool down from 14 to 8. That is a very high level 1 nuke. Um, very high nuke throughout. But that one is particularly useful level 1. Mm-hmm. His W is Hex. Uh, it is one of the hexes in the game, which is a 0 cast point disable. It transforms the enemy unit into a harmless creature, disabling their attacks and abilities. Uh, as you said, chicken, uh, though it can be a sheep if you spend $8.46 on the community market, which is a lot. <laughs> but yeah. the duration goes from 1.25 seconds to 3.5 seconds. The cooldown is always 13. And the mana cost scales from 70 to 190, which is wild, but... He's intelligence and has a ton of mana late in the game anyway. Yeah. Yeah. His E is Shackles. It is a channeled stun. Uh, he magically binds an enemy unit so that it cannot move or attack while dealing damage over time. The total damage is more than I thought. It goes from 60 at level 1 to 360 at level 4. Uh, the maximum shackles duration is 2.75 seconds at level 1, which is crazy, up to 5 seconds at level 4. Cooldown from 16 to 10. And this is the one where you get an Aether Lens and one of the cast range uh, items and the cast range talent. And you can do it mm -hmm. from, like, the fog. And if you could disable someone for 5 seconds from the fog. It's wild. His ultimate is Mass Serpent Ward. Summons 10 Serpent Wards to attack enemy units and structures. The wards are immune to magic. Uh, they're often called snakes uh, or wards, which means do you have wards? Just confuses all of your teammates if there's a Shadow Shaman on your team. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they mean that. They do 50 up to 120 damage at level 3. They last for 45 seconds. It takes two hits to destroy them. And the cooldown is 120 seconds. Um, as noted in the description, they do damage to structures. You can easily kill a tower with these things. You can get a ton of talents and Aghanim Scepter to upgrade them even further uh, to just destroy entire bases in relatively short amounts of time. Also, most importantly, um, they form a ring to trap people in and they hard counter me mm -hmm. because if you throw down serpent wards in a team fight, I will sit there and farm them because you get like 30 gold for each <laughs> one you kill. And so it's essentially a disable until I do 20 auto attacks, whatever hero I'm playing. Uh, important to keep in mind. 
uh, I will always farm the wards if possible. So you don't want to throw them down if you're already losing the fight because then people get like 300 gold. Mm-hmm. But you kind of put them down around a tower next to a tower to say, all right, we're going to take this tower unless you come fight us. And if you come fight us, you're going to get hit with all these serpent wards too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sam, I know you've been playing him a bit, and I bet you've played him quite a bit as well, Elihu. Oh, can I, I can can I just yep. add quickly before we move into the other stuff? Uh, so his ags makes his ultimate have a split shot, and um, yeah. I believe it makes uh it, it makes him do more damage. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes, and then the shard is really fun. I'm not sure if it's good or bad or what. Uh, I think it's OP. I think the idea is that it's OP. I think it's, I think it's one of the best shards, if not the best I shard. I mean, don't game. get me wrong. I always buy it. but <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's not because you think it's OP. It's just because it's an Aghanim shard. It's, it's just fun. So what it does is it... um, Well, it actually reduces the cast range bonus to uh 125 sorry that was a confusing way of saying it 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 gives you more cast range and it used to be 150 added cast range Uh, now they changed it to 125 still ridiculous um because you also can have a a cast a plus 100 cast range at level 15 so anywho the the shard though it makes you summon uh four serpent wards around a target and it lasts for four seconds so it's really fun and it's also fun because when you're pushing towers you can run up and shackle a creep really quickly and then it's just four more serpent wards that you get to hit Mm -hmm. the tower um yeah, and you can you can farm with it. You can it adds a lot when you're disabling somebody late game. It adds a lot of damage. I I think it's the best, if if not, it's one of the best shards in the game, if not the best. Yeah, I think it's a fun one. Um, so yeah. for the the talents, um, level ten is plus one forty shackles damage or plus one seventy five health. Level fifteen is minus five seconds hex cooldown or a hundred cast range. Level 20 is plus one Serpent Ward's max HP or plus two Shackles duration. Um, Level 25 is uh, plus (laughs) 25 Ward attack damage or plus 320 Ether Shock damage. Um, Yes. So really fun ones there. Um, Yes. For me, uh, I've played Shadow Shaman a lot in turbo i think he's probably aside from like zeus one of the most (laughs) like i think he's the most broken support by far um just because pushing is so much easier in turbo like the towers take like no damage at all um and just between his his cast range talent you know you can always get an aether lens you know pretty quickly just because it's turbo so you're just kind of swimming in gold um it just makes it so that the enemy carry either they just have to kill you if you get your shackles off and you're in the back and if they can't you you just win the team fight it's just like there's just i don't know it's just kind of that simple like they have four heroes if 
um, if you get a shackles off, and usually you're shackling their carry, so it it feels really good, honestly. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this shard gives 125 <laughs> cast range to shackles. Like they gotta get, they'll yeah. get rid of that, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably get rid of that before they get rid of the four wards. Yeah. Do you play Shadow Shaman, Elihu? Yeah, yeah, I've played him a fair amount. I like him uh, quite a bit. He's got a lot of disable. He's very good at harassing in lane. Uh, he can push lanes quite easily, so if you are, you know, support and... Your life isn't worth uh, your uh, character's life is not worth as much. You throw it out there and you know push down the lane. And if you die, oh well. Um, so yeah, I I like Shadow Shaman quite a lot. I have a couple of things with Shadow Shaman. It seems like whenever I'm playing him, if I like rotate and drop my wards, suddenly the heavens open up and every enemy <laughs> teleports to that lane to farm my wards and try to kill me. Um, that's just pretty common for me. Like, So I tell the other guys, like, okay, do something in the other parts of the map because everybody teleported here. Um, and second, you don't like playing him when you've got a uh a poor laning uh core mm. that you're playing with and when the other team is just running at you he's almost kind of like disruptor in that way you never like to play disruptor on the back foot and shadow shaman i think is a little less that way cuz you can at least you know uh disable the people who are coming at you but when when you have like uh, let's imagine you have an axe and a an earth spirit rolling in at you at all times and just constantly running at you that is really pain because he's very squishy yeah and he's quite slow yeah and his biggest disable requires him to stand there yes so he doesn't quite get away yeah 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 so i mean he's got uh, all there's a lot of really good things about him but his downsides are going to be he's very squishy you like to get a blink dagger on him, but if you're a support, that may or may not come um, because he's great at um, blink hex, and then you can follow up with shackles afterwards. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I I like uh, Shadow Shaman fair amount. Yeah, he seems to have a very high win rate. He's like fifty three percent on average, with like fifteen to twenty percent pick rate. So I guess he's very mm-hmm. good right now. I've lost yep. a lot of games with this guy. <laughs> I like playing him, and I think I have... this. He's like the opposite of Enigma. Like, I like playing him, and I think I have a lot of impact with him, but then I lose. Mm. He is so squishy. Mm-hmm. Very squishy, and uh, it used to be, I think, between he and Crystal Maiden, of who was the slowest. Like, his was always, like, 5 or 10... <laughs> move speed faster, but he was not very much faster than Crystal Maiden. Uh, a lot of people like to pair him in lane with a Juggernaut because you just kind of shackle and spin on somebody. And oh, that yeah. a lot of times can take somebody down. Him him so, and Ursa is good too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, similar similar idea. But yeah, it's a good point, really, who the... He needs a strong... He, he can be part of a lane, like a kill lane, but conversely, like he's not going to be able to help a weak leaner succeed. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you are with a Spectre or something right. who early levels is not a strong laner and you're against a Bristleback and an Undying or something who are just going to run at you, you're better off probably going and stacking camps <laughs> at that point because you're probably <laughs> just going to feed. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, in terms of items, I pretty much always go uh, Arcanes and then right into uh, Aether Lens. So uh, the trick mm-hmm. with that is that you you disassemble your Arcane Boots so that you don't have to buy the, uh, what is it, the Mana Orb, whatever that thing's called. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's nice. And then I, I like to go Glimmer Cape to try to make myself slightly less squishy and give myself at least a little bit of a chance when I'm channeling. Um, mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. or it's, not, it's nice to have a save uh, sometimes for other heroes when they get into trouble. I like playing with a Glimmer Cape as a support. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but if you're like my, my matches, you'll Glimmer Cape your core and they'll take three steps away, the other team will focus, start to focus on you, then your core will come back in and die. <laughs> so that's uh, kind of my, my experience. Well, <laughs> um, but pretty much like, you know, all the support items are are, are good for him. Like you were saying, uh, you know, the uh, if you can get a blink, it's great uh, to blink hex. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like lion in that way. Um, yep. Exactly like lion. <laughs> right. They're the same ability. Right. Yep. And then, um, you know, like four staffs are great if you know if you, if it's if it's that kind of game. If you're up against a Ricky or Monkey King or something, um, yeah, four staffs really good. Um, and then, like we were saying earlier, shard is it's pretty. It's kind of core. It seems like if you can get it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, it seems like the shard is the thing. Um, it also helps you farm going forward so you can get your next items. Uh, if you want to go mm-hmm. for an Aghanim Scepter and, and take all the Serpent Ward's talents, for example. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you're just absolutely terrifying. I would imagine in Turbo you could probably kill an entire base with like one cast <laughs> of Ag's snakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, What else do we think about this lad? I think he has great cosmetics. Yeah. He's got a lot. He has a cool taunt. Oh, what is it? Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's like him drumming and bouncing around. Yeah, it is good. I like it. I just spent three cents on cosmetics while we were talking about him. Oh, perfect. <laughs> he, has, he has an off. He has a very fancy offhand from one of the... It's an immortal from one of the compendia. Oh, I have that one. It changes his ether shock. Yeah, but he also has an offhand. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's just a jug of wine. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so I spent three cents oh, and I okay. bought a jug of wine for my shadow shaman. <laughs> it's just a dude carrying around a jug of wine. I have the one with the frog on his back. The big question, I think, is I know you don't, Sam. Do you have the frog face, Elihu? I do not. Yeah, neither do no, I. It's very expensive. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to just pull up my... I'm going to the Steam inventory right now. I'm trying to see uh, what I have. Ah, 
Yeah, so in the Dire Tide chest, the hallowed chest of the Dire Tide, you could get an immortal Uh, face that gives him a long green tongue and shackle is actually the tongue going out and wrapping around someone like a chameleon. So I guess it's not a frog face. I guess it's a chameleon face. Okay. that It's 40 bucks, though. And I don't have it. Jeez. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not going to have that. No. Oh come on! You guys are gonna you're gonna get not... your stimulus checks, and then it'll be a different story. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm just gonna buy 800 celery signs <laughs> with my with my stimulus money. Uh, I don't know how are caps of the fungal lord selling nowadays. <laughs> they did go up because. Because we bought them all out, or somebody in our well, community bought them all out. Yeah, I think it was Bredo, right? He did. I think it was Bredo. Yeah, I think he, so. He did affect the price at some point a couple of years ago, but also mm-hmm. I think they went up because the the fungus treant is broken and doesn't show. Oh yeah, that's right. Doesn't show greater treant, and I, I think we looked, and it was like the caps of fungal were up like six cents or something. It's probably like a hundred percent return for Bredo on his uh-huh. two dollars or whatever he spent <laughs> four years ago. There's five hundred and eighty of them out there, so and that's not even counting the auspicious, frozen, corrupted, heroic, etc. <laughs> corrupted capital. I don't even know what corrupted is. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. I usually don't even care. I don't think anyone does. Nope. Ready to move on to noobs ass noobs, gentlemen? Let's do it. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is, always prepare for war! Alright. First question from Rex Cow. If Hoodwink is sprouted... Does her E activate? Hoodwink's E is a passive that gives her a mischance when she is near a tree, and it can be activated to walk through trees and with the talent turn invisible. Um, and I assume do 400 pure damage to everyone within 300 units or something because it's Hoodwink. Yes. Someone answered I would in the assume Discord. so, yeah. Yeah, someone answered yeah. in the Discord that if you... Sprout Hoodwink, oh, okay. she can just hit E and walk right through it. Okay. Yeah. So, asked and answered. I've not really played her much, um, even since she came out. So, but yeah, I play against her a lot in turbos. Jeez. Yeah, that hero. Yep. Uh, Dora le Destroyer asks, <laughs> how do you guys choose hero of the week? Uh, that's actually a good question. Sam, are are you here? Oh yeah, I'm here. What do you mean? How do we choose hero of the week? Oh, it's very scientific. Um, we have an algorithm that we consult, sort of like the magic eight ball. Nobody knows how it works. Like you can't see how the algorithm was made, but it was passed down to us from our forefathers. And um, what I'm really saying is that we have no idea. We just kind of pick them. And then we have this Google sheet where we, we we list who we've done, but we don't have the full list because we haven't gone back and archived, you know, from like the early days. Yeah. So it's only 
we only have a... Frankly, if if we have like the last 20, I think that's sufficient because y'all probably don't care. <laughs> and it's very possible that the meta has changed on a hero or a hero has changed entirely in half a year. Yeah. So we've, very we've done enough episodes where we could have theoretically covered them all. But, you know, um, <laughs> we, Twice. we, we have no way times. of knowing because we don't have all the information. So uh, we just kind of pick as we feel like it. And uh also depends who's going to be on the show. Because we like to have at least one person who has at least played the hero. Not necessarily well, but just has played them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's it. Mr. Fancy Pants asks recently an untouched private island went up for sale in the bahamas and boy howdy did i spend too much of my afternoon looking at the listings on that website but (laughs) he says that this begs the question which dota hero or heroes would you most like to be stranded on an island with i'm gonna go first here oh okay go go right ahead um So, for number one, I think I would choose Brewmaster. Seems like a mm. really easygoing fella. Um, I feel like he has a lot of knowledge. Um, so, he might... Like, we would be able to survive, I feel like. And uh, we would just be able to chill. He might, like, brew... I don't know. I feel like he might, like, brew some weird, like, beer or something. Like, he would ferment something, because he definitely wants to drink. And um, yeah. we would just, like, kick it. I, don't, I feel like it would be really relaxing with him. That's a good call. Do you think that Brewmaster, just expanding on Mr. Fancy Pants' question, do yeah. you think Brewmaster is the hero most likely to be encountered in a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville chain restaurant? Oh, yeah, 1,000%. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. He, like, Absolutely. they should definitely Absolutely. make a um cosmetic where... <laughs> he has like a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's all I would what play. Yeah. <laughs> what? What if he had a? Yeah, parent? yeah. He's. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. So, he's my number one. But um, my number two, I think, and this is maybe controversial, but I would kind of like, uh, and this is because I've been watching a lot of Cobra Kai recently. <laughs> I okay. I would like to be <laughs> stranded with the uh, Ember Spirit. I think he would like. He just like couldn't help himself, and he would just like mentor me and like teach me like the ways of the fist, and um, that would be that huh. would be cool. He would be my sensei. Right. I think is what I'm saying. This makes me want to watch Cobra Kai more. I'm curious as to how Ember ties in. I mean, he doesn't. He just. <laughs> he just like right. seems kind of like a hard ass. Um, yeah, all of, I feel like all of his voice lines are just like, "You're dumb, <laughs> get yeah, no, get true. better." So I feel like he could show me a lot if if he like deigned to notice me. It's kind of That's it's a kind call. of a high risk one. I'm kind of assuming that he would like accept me. <laughs> I also like that, like your your answering the question assumes that like you're kind of not stuck there, but like 
you have to inhabit this deserted island now. Oh, right. I mean, Brewmaster's like comfort. You have to make the best of it. It says yeah. it yeah. says stranded. Oh, does he say stranded? Yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, you're right. Why? What? How are you interpreting it? I was thinking you bought the island. Oh, I bought it. I'm the owner. I see. Yeah, that. I yeah. See. Okay. And and any listeners interested? Nineteen point five million dollars starting bid. Uh, March thirty first. Well, we already raised mm-hmm. thirty thousand, you know, for the new player experience. <laughs> Slacks Island. That's right. <laughs> I I of course thought nature's profit first because he could just mm-hmm. TP back to town and bring you anything you needed. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is right. Good. Um, <laughs> Wisp could TP you out. And then untether yep. you, but then he's trapped on the island. Yeah, he's he, he's not signing up for <laughs> that. that. Cool? No, so so then I was thinking, similar to your way with Brewmaster, although I think Brewmaster is a better answer on this on this uh, in this direction. I was going to pick Snapfire because I think she looks fun to hang out with, and she make make you cookies. Yep, yep. She'd be a baker, and she could bake all mm-hmm. kinds of cool stuff with the coconuts or whatever else is on this island well mortimer the mm-hmm. lizard would have no problem no no he's he's fine he's yeah. built for this mm-hmm. <laughs> is anyone who's a fisherman oh pl has a fisherman set tusk oh yeah tusk good call yeah. it's hot though i know uh, i think he might be uncomfortable yeah he wouldn't like it he'd overheat yeah elihu i have to imagine I have to imagine that with all the time that Kunkka has spent on the open seas, he oh, would be That's a great yeah. call. How could I not think of my boy, my my yeah. essentially yeah. my husband? See, like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the ones that Jim listed off were the ones that I kind of immediately went for. You know, Nature's Prophet, Wisp, even Grandma. Well, I'm going to change it up slightly because if um, it says it's 730 acres of undeveloped Caribbean paradise. Okay, so I'm going to take a worst case scenario that this is a dangerously inhabited Mm. area. Ah. And the time that would be most risky is the nighttime. Therefore, I'm going to go with Night Stalker. (laughs) So so he can eat you? Like he's the scariest no, MF. No, 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 no. <laughs> but he is on my side. I think he's on your team. Yeah. All right, as long as we're sure, I don't trust he's that guy. Team. I don't trust that guy at all. I understand, and I don't <laughs> blame you. Um, but if if it is undeveloped, and if I don't know what's out there, and I know that this guy's on my side, I'm willing to take that. Uh, willing to take it because yeah. otherwise, it's just probably going to be me, and I'm not going to last. Okay, very but. Long. Did you consider um, this angle? You will have to look at that mouth for however long you're stranded together. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, let me just say that if I was considering what I was going to look at, I probably would have picked something very, very different to be on a deserted island with. <laughs> not, 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 not Pudge. Yeah. Not 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 Night Stalker. <laughs> not okay. Pudge. Not Pudge. Not Pugna. Not Undying. Right. No, no, not one of those. Not one of those. Um, the other one in terms of protection and establishing things was Treant Protector. 
that, okay, he can heal, he can walk oh. through, he can investigate, he can probably help me establish, uh, establish things like a homestead and stuff like that. So that's what, uh, where my Yeah, that's went. a, Treant would be really good on, like, a jungly island, you're That right. is a good one. Mm-hmm. He's so nice. Like, he, yeah, yeah. he's very nice, too, he He's like Treebeard in Lord of the Rings, and I just like I want to yeah, hang out with you. That seems like a good hang. I like that. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Contra, our normal answer. I don't think you'd want axe because he'd cut down all the trees. Right. And he'd be like in an Easter Island situation. <laughs> but can he build anything? Oh, that's true. I feel like axe. Yeah, I mean, he could. I don't know. I feel like he only knows how to destroy. Yeah, that's why I don't pick timber saw because Ooh, he could yeah. cut down the trees, sure, oh. but will he help me? No, he's so anxious, dude. That would be horrible. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yep. Yeah, the, uh, the undeveloped wilds, dude. No, it's that's timber saw's nightmare. <laughs> the tree, the trees, uh-huh. they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The uh, another another completely different angle is potentially beastmaster, just because you have friends. Oh. Like That's a friends. really good call, actually. He's very in touch yeah. with nature. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't really Just thinking about. I wasn't thinking about the survival aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yours was just like comfort. Uh, yeah, I was just like there for a hang on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. <laughs> Wasting away again. With Brewmaster. Yeah, I was just looking forward to sipping my ties with Brewmaster. <laughs> 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 Alright, should we move on to the last question? <laughs> yes, the last question. Friend of the show, Neil, asks, Will there be another WLDL? Probably. Arian's Arian <laughs> loves them. He always he's always yep. itching to, to commission them. Is that commission like a commissioner commissions a league? I don't know. Yeah, how? Cl- yeah, I think so. How closely would it follow the TI schedule? I mean, we usually do it after TI. Mm-hmm. Is there a TI this, this year? year? I think there will be. Do you think so? I believe there will be. Um, where was it? last year? It was supposed to be held in Europe, Stockholm. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Stockholm. I wonder if they'll just kind of like, all right, let's let's rerun that. Um, let's rerun those plans. But if nothing else, I mean, they could hold it in Seattle and people will come. Yeah. Or the Rogers, the- or the Rogers theater. And, uh, was it Rogers theater in, um, British Columbia? Uh, well, Canada, maybe when they did Canada's Canada. not doing a good job with the vaccinations. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Well, I, I would just say that with a different and with not getting political with a different administration, I have a feeling that they're not as concerned about getting people into the country if that were the case. Yeah, I think I'm mm-hmm. kind of uh, pleasantly surprised at how the vaccination is moving along, the vaccination effort in the States. Um, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Me and Aaron were talking about it Um but yeah, so I mean, because I mean, essentially, the the states are just like outbidding <laughs> the rest of the world. 
Um, yeah. Which, yes. Uh, like we we actually print the money. Yeah. Morally, it's not great, but um, <laughs> you know it is what it is. So I I think you're right. Having it in Seattle, uh, depending on the timing of it, could be a go. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I I think would be cool. I think it would be really cool if uh, if we could have it this year. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it will be, and if we do a WLDL, it'll usually show up after TI like normal. Yeah, I think as long as Arian, uh, uh, he'll he'll make it work with his uh, exam schedule and stuff. I know he's getting, you know, a bit busy. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think we're all interested in in making sure. It, it happens, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and it, if Neil is referring to where will it be held for the WLDL, uh, the live bracket stage will be played in Arian's bedroom in Berlin. Uh, it's only going to be two weeks, but the whole crowd will be there. That's right. Yeah. That's going to be really awkward. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the venue we've decided on. <laughs> when the, when the, the kid's away... We get to answer questions for him. All right. <laughs> All right, friends. That's episode 331. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Elihu, for joining. I'm sure we'll see you again. All right. Look forward to it. And uh, come to our Discord, as Elihu mentioned earlier. Any shout-outs, Sam, Elihu? Shout-out to my baby, Margaret. We had a great day together today. Oh, awesome. What, what a good baby. Awesome. <laughs> oh, it's great to hear. I want, I want to shout out to those who are hard of hearing. Uh, the real the real <laughs> shout out is to my wife, Mrs. Pirate, who uh, Margaret's daycare was closed this week due to COVID complications. Everybody's safe, don't worry. But uh, it was closed all week, and her PhD proposal was due Friday, and uh, she she oh handled that like a champ. So she got wow. it in, got it done. Whoop whoop. Well done. Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. Very well done. All right, friends. Very well done. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.